0: You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. A new hospital in Sydney's western suburbs will be officially launched this week. The Hospital for Specialist Surgery is designed and run by 48 specialist doctors. I'm joined by the hospital's head of nursing, Ruth Miller, who has transitioned from a day surgery clinic to the new hospital. Welcome, Ruth.
1: Hi. How are you?
0: I'm good, thank you. How did you go about transitioning from your previous clinic to this new hospital and establishing a system that works best for staff and patients?
1: Uh, well, the transition uh, meant that we went from it was a day surgery um, for a long time, but it actually did become a hospital where we could keep patients um, overnight. Uh, so. We were used to having inpatients, although we only had six beds. Um, So the the principles were pretty much the same, just on a much larger scale, and the patients do stay a bit longer when they come in here, so it wasn't too bad. And we did face um, quite a number of challenges, I guess, with the size of the place, um, just trying to recruit staff, for one thing. And uh, the the theatres... um, in specialty areas we had to um you know find staff that would be competent in those specialties. Um and, you know, we're trying to look at training our own staff up, but at the same time we need to have people that know what they're doing from the get go sort of thing. So um but I guess being doctor owned it has been an advantage is the doctors are quite motivated to ensure we've you know got the best staff possible and and they've actually assisted with the training and recruitment so that's been very good
0: you touched on some challenges there how did you go about overcoming or addressing some of those issues
1: well i guess it's a unique experience starting up a new hospital um so we were I guess in some ways learning along the way because there wasn't anywhere we could um, refer to. Uh, So we did do a bit of learning along the way. Um, It was just trying to... Because you have to get every system in place and every system started up. And of course, you know, we had um, our knowledge from Castle Hill, but we had to adapt it to a much bigger establishment and with changes in, you know, accrediting bodies and so forth, we had to make sure that we were um, meeting the standards and um, we had to go through a commissioning process with the Department of Health. And that's quite challenging and daunting. Uh, so, yeah, we had a good team of people. We were very selective in um, the recruitment and the, they were very motivated people. Everyone worked very, very hard... Um, you know, developing policies and procedures and doing lots of interviews and recruitment and setting up systems, liaising with doctors, um, trying to get input from all the different areas to make sure we've covered everything because, you know, it's very hard to think of absolutely every possible thing and you get new sets of eyes in that can point out that you may need to think of A, B and C and we hadn't even thought of it, so. They, they were the sort of ongoing challenges we had.
0: How can nursing units be best supported by management during a transition period?
1: Well, certainly the people that we hired as managers have come with a lot of skills and experience. So pretty much we've allowed them to tell us what they require. We've got um, a very big um, rehabilitation um, unit so and we have a manager for that area that comes with um, many years' experience in rehabilitation. Uh, and she was able to um, set up that unit and direct us into areas that we weren't familiar with and, and tell us what we required. And, um, and she also has the network with other um, rehab facilities and uh, rehab specialists. So I guess we supported them in allowing them to be able to use their expertise and their experience to set up their unit.
0: What were some of the key aspects of patient care and hospital function that were at the forefront for you?
1: Um, Well, I guess one of the directives that um, we had was they really wanted to focus on a culture That was friendly and caring. Um, And because Castle Hill Day Surgery had very much that culture and people um, would often say it was, you know, one of the best places they've ever worked. And for a long time we never had to recruit at Castle Hill because people just heard about the place from word of mouth and would approach us to um, get a job there. So we wanted, the doctors very much wanted to bring that sort of culture over to um, HSS. Uh, so that was part of, um, I guess, our brief in, in recruitment um, that we didn't just want the people that had the skills but we wanted the people that we felt would fit with the culture that we wanted to develop. And we talked to our managers about being fair, firm and friendly so, um I hope we've sort of got on that road. I think we've pretty much got down that road pretty well, yeah, so the patients should I think be the benefit of of that sort of culture. and when we had our orientation with the staff they um and I spoke about the um the motto that the doctors developed, which is patients first. The staff approached me later and said that they felt very excited when they heard that motto because it wasn't about the dollar, it was about the patient. So, um, yeah, and it's the culture that we've started from the beginning and which we brought from Castle Hill.
0: From a nurse's perspective, what difference will the fact that the hospital is run by a number of specialist doctors make for staff and patients?
1: Um well, I've worked in the private sector for many years, and I've worked in the private sector where it's owned and run by um, corporations. And I know there's usually um, times where there's you know quite a bit of tension between you know the corporate managers and the um, doctors working in their facility. Whereas in a doctor-owned facility. The doctors are the owners and they are the managers, so to speak, or they um, work with the managers rather than there's this, I guess, tension and, and differing um, not so much values but differing um, needs and wants, I suppose. And that, you know, does make it challenging in that corporate world, but when the doctors own it, I think that's a little bit less and uh, they're they're much more motivated. It's their facility and they want to have a facility that has a very good reputation and provides care to their patients.
0: What advice would you give to a fellow head of nursing who is entering a transition period like the one you went through?
1: Probably, uh, if you'd asked me that question a couple of months ago, I would have said, don't do it. (laughs) Um, It's been very very challenging but at the same time I guess because it is a u- unique experience it's felt very much like a privilege to have been involved in it and I guess it's realising that there are going to be bumps along the way and just being prepared to to deal with them uh, and try and seek advice and expertise from other people instead of just Doing it in isolation, or you know, the more people you can get to help out and use their advice and experience, the easier you'll find the, the job. It's more, in some ways giving the staff that you get on board, giving them free reign so that they can do the job. If you're too directive, I think it just stifles it and it just slows up the whole process.
0: Thank you for joining me, Ruth. You're welcome.